Practical Pranks by Sonny Harrington. Forty-five years ago, I worked cutting grass. I got two dollars a yard, and that was with a push mower. I knew a guy down the street that had a big Yazoo, super cool, self-propelled, and the caveat was he had a sled that stood him up and pulled him around. I don't think he invented the Segway, but he missed a good opportunity. I had one yard that was a bit larger, a $3 yard. I split it with my buddy, and we mowed it every Friday. That woman wanted that yard mowed every Friday come hell or high water, rain or shine. So to break the monotony of back and forth, back and forth, I noticed my buddy going in circles around the clothesline pole. Back then, everyone had a clothesline pole. T-pipe, eyelets, connecting wires about 25 feet apart. I waited patiently till he got to the next pole, timed it just right so I could sprint over there taking my pocket comb out, slightly hinted with Braille cream or Dapper Dan. I barely remember having hair, but I do remember putting the comb within an inch of his ear and raking my fingers across the teeth. When performed correctly while yelling wasp, your prey will immediately run screaming and flailing his arms about, hitting his head. I found this very entertaining. I did this on the school bus later and was almost thrown off for this malicious act, but I really didn't know everybody was allergic to wash stings. Later, I would develop a taste for dates, the fruit, preferably pitted. I love to take one in my hand, walk over to someone and flash it in a clenched fist and say, Look, a roach! Then pop it into my mouth and look at their horrified face. That was my reward. Sometimes... As a bonus, I'd flash them a piece between my teeth. I've heard it's illegal to scream fire in a theater because they don't want people running around trampling over each other to escape danger. I wonder if you were in a place like Yellowstone and observed some hikers down in the ravine and hollered, Bear! Bear! Would that be wrong, too? Remember the guy I mowed with? Well, he had a few tricks, too. I personally saw him go into the refrigerator and slice off a piece of bacon fat, raw, white bacon fat, about a quarter inch, properly placed in his left nostril. At the precise moment, he fake sneezed on his sister's arm. This was before OMG, but the fight was immediate and intense, and Rocky Marciano would have been proud of her. I remember shedding tears. Another day, he sat in his chair and enjoyed the evils of tobacco. Mostly dipped and chewed. This was before we knew it was a health hazard. Being a connoisseur of the leaves, he would occasionally have to spit. When he did, he did it in a large tea glass. This was not an attractive characteristic, and I considered myself pretty tough. I can eat a steak on a dead cow, but a glass of tobacco saliva is something even a caveman wouldn't like. Anyway, the plot thickens, and he savors over the glass. After he's about almost full... He secretly swaps out the tea glass with some colored tea, same color, same level. He declares a toast to his sister, and it's just about right, and he begins to drink it. I saw her gag three times as she ran to the bathroom, cursing. Then there's the old baby Ruth candy bar in the swimming pool, popularized by Bill Murray in the movie Caddyshack. Back in the day, if you smoked cigarettes and your buddy bummed from you, it was best to carry a pack of picayunes. These cigarettes were popular in New Orleans and were the habaneros of the tobacco world, but I hear a whole lot stronger. They might bum one once, but they'd never bum one again. The list goes on and on. 
Most of these pranks involve from the power of suggestion and timing has to be impeccable. Preparation is definitely important for success, but no animals were harmed during the making of these, so I guess it's all okay. Remember, you can go overboard with some of these pranks. If you sit in a glass chair naked, everyone can see your nuts, and you don't want that.